are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network, featuring Pod of Thrones and the Shiznit. This is the Red Rock Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Shiznit Show. We realize that you have a choice in your podcast listening, and we appreciate you listening to us. I am your host. Dino Red, and I have with me, as always, my rider dies, my right hand and my left hand, Miss <laughs> <laughs> Dejan Monique. Hey, 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 what's going on, radio world? You already know. And Mr. Pip Lily. Yo, totally here today. <laughs> In the building. Yeah. How many people got to see the fight last night? I did. Yeah. I, I sh- can I say this? I streamed it on uh, Instagram Live. Okay. Thank you. Shout out A. Gonzalez for that. <laughs> he ain't let nobody. There you go. He ain't you let nobody live. stop him. <laughs> Every time that what shit up, him IG? Down, he came back on. Thank you, A. Gonzalez. I appreciate that. That man had like a thousand followers a minute. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I guess that's the way to, to get some, you know, go ahead and stream something like that and get you some followers, huh? I'm telling you. That's not a bad game plan. He was getting a thousand followers a minute. I did not get to watch it live, but I did watch it like pretty much right after it was over. Okay. So, hey, but same yeah, I, same outcome. Yeah, I got it on the internet <laughs> for free. Right. So, you know, hey. <laughs> I had no interest. Yeah, I didn't have. Okay, put it like this. I'm. I don't. I'm not. I didn't. Didn't even really know who Connor was before because I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big UFC fighter uh, follower. You know, Ronda Rousey was the biggest person I knew before <laughs> Connor. <laughs> and then you know she got that ass beat. <laughs> okay. So and then yeah, no, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, I was gonna say here's my thing. At the end of the day, like I, my dad was a avid boxer uh-huh. fan. He loved boxing. He explained the rules of boxing to me when I was mm-hmm. a kid. And I and I I never was a huge fan, but I I got boxing as a sport. Mm-hmm. You know, but like my thing now is, you know, I'm in the theater. I trained as a mm-hmm. classical actor. I've seen shows on Broadway mm-hmm. and on the West End of London mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I'm always like, um, when I see a show like, remember that show Puppetry of the Penis? I heard of that, but what? I did not see that. No. Oh, it's a real show <laughs> where dudes take out their junk and make hamburgers out of it. Or yeah. uh, like, oh, this is a, sh- a tall ship. Um, or something yes. like that out of their penis. Yeah, it's crazy. I ain't going to see no shit like that yeah, when, me I'm, neither. when I can go to Broadway. So I feel like the same thing about this fight. I want to see a, I want to see a real fight. I don't right. want to see the puppetry of the penis of fights <laughs> the penis puppetry of fighting well, well i was interested in just because the you know the whole spectacle of it and everybody was gonna be watching and talking about it and not only that i feel like it's kind of the beginning of something mm-hmm. i feel like we're going to be seeing more of this type of thing uh-huh. as time goes on and so it felt 
kind of historical for me. Like it could be, you know, the start of something. Yeah. So I wanted to see it for that. And then just, you know, on the chance that, because I'm, I'm not a Mayweather fan either. I'm not, I wasn't a fan of either one of those guys. First of all, I don't know if Connor is racist or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard that he is, but I, don't, I take that with a grain of salt. You know, I hear a lot of people are racist that I don't think are racist. So I don't know if he's racist. So I kind of, but I do know, I do know that, that Floyd Mayweather, uh, likes to be women and he can't read. So, (laughs) (laughs) well, there's that. Maybe he could take some of this money and get some reading lessons. Get it, get an ESL class. Well, that nigga could afford the whole, uh, hooked on phonics company. So, (laughs) (laughs) you got that right. (laughs) You would think that he would know how to read by now. He's like, fuck it, niggas. I got money. I ain't got, I'll pay somebody to read. I'll pay somebody to read for me. As a matter of fact, he probably do have somebody to read for him. And that's going to be a problem later on when that paper run out now yeah. i'm telling you i i want i was very interested in the fight only because of all the controversy that was surrounding it mm-hmm. um just like how you said it was like something so different an mma fighter versus right. a classical boxer so just from that standpoint alone i wanted to see what was going to happen but what's next a bear versus the heavyweight champion I'm of the world <laughs> but i'm there for that you know they just had michael phelps race a shark Oh, but Wait, that was what? fake. Yeah, it was fake, but they still made a this big spectacle yeah, out I of mean, it. I, yeah, I heard about that, but that was real? Well, I thought that was real. He it was, was in a pool, and they filmed a shark, and they filmed him in the water, and they put the two pieces together. Together, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he was never in there the with the with shark, shark at the same time. No. That's not interesting. Come on now, that shark would have <laughs> ate him. So. Yeah, that's what I was. That's I'm there for that. <laughs> <laughs> She's there, there for, for Michael Phelps getting ate up by a shark. He got in the water. Come on, let's wow. see if he can outswim the shark. Yeah, that's TV right yeah. there. That's TV magic. <laughs> but yeah, so if you guys don't know, uh, Conor McGregor got that ass whooped. <laughs> Floyd whipped that ass. Yeah, yeah, he did. We knew that was gonna happen. He did. I it mean, took him longer than what I thought, though. Yeah, I give Cron- uh, I give Conor McGregor props for you know like like uh, the announcer said that he did better against Floyd than a lot of uh, seasoned mm-hmm. professional fighters mm-hmm. have done. That's because so, he know how to take a beating. That's what but, I was gonna uh, say. I think he's been used to taking kneecaps and elbows and feet to the face, a couple <laughs> couple heavy hard right mm-hmm. punches. You might be able to sink some of those. So yeah, plus Floyd is not known for being like the you know the hardest hitting fighter there is. He's you know his his is all about strategy Tac- and, and, and him being tactical fighter, but not known for being like a knockout puncher or whatever. But yeah, he took a lot of punishment. He dished out a little a little bit, and but he was boy he was awkward as fuck. He got about all the grace <laughs> of a five hundred pound wounded wildebeest. <laughs> you trying to switch his feet up? Oh my hey, god! Look at this fool. I was like, dude, you can't. You haven't gotten the first stance right. Why are you switching? <laughs> like, and, and then like this was the first fight I ever seen where one dude was in slow motion the whole fight. Right. <laughs> and I was like, what? What is Floyd doing? He kept turning around, or McGregor was turning him around. I didn't know what was going on. He was hugging him from the back. Like, yeah, so McGregor was, was trying spooning. to hump him. Yeah, yeah, but McGregor was trying. To, like, <laughs> they was spooning. I said, what is this? This is crazy. <laughs> My friend, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm IGing this live right now, and my friend uh, uh, Francis Collier from the Frangela Duo is, is uh, telling, saying she pays somebody to read for her. <laughs> <laughs> He's basically paying somebody girl. to steal for you. Right. This is what this is what Conor should have done. This is how he could have won the fight instead of having that eagle or whatever it was he got tattooed on his chest. 
Mm. He should have had like a page of like a book. It don't matter. <laughs> it could have been a page of Dr. Seuss tattooed on his chest. And then when he took off his robe, Floyd would have looked at them words and would have been like all dumbfounded. Mind, right? He would have been like, his mind just started spinning and kind of because he's been like, and just laid his ass out. <laughs> Game over. Game over. Oh he just would have been like, the cat, the, the cat. And then kind of just bam, 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 just lit him up. Just Dr. Seuss all over his ass. That's what he should have done. Dick and <laughs> je, je. The, Bam, bam. The cat it. The cat it. Yeah, that's that's what he should have done. That's what I would have done. Yeah, McGregor had the wrong strategy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stay yeah. home should have been a strategy. <laughs> right? Stay in the hotel You wouldn't have seen Muhammad Ali fighting no... Body like from the MMA, you wouldn't have seen my, even Mike Tyson like going like, "Oh, I'll fight Roddy Roddy Piper." <laughs> <laughs> but McGregor went after Mayweather, so mm-hmm. it wasn't like it was. May, it wasn't like Mayweather was like, "I want to fight somebody from the MMA." McGregor was like, yeah. "Floyd think he bad? Well, yeah. I'm gonna show him I'm better, even though I'm from the MMA." And right here we go. It was hyping yeah. money, but yeah, I, yeah it was. It was. I guess it was, it was, they it was too quick afterwards. Yeah, it was entertaining though. It was. It was more entertaining. Then most of that's one of the reasons why I'm not a big fan of Floyd. I mean, besides the fact that he likes beating up women and he can't read, and <laughs> I just don't like him as a human being. Like, I also don't like him because his fights aren't entertaining. Mm. Like, it's like I understand that what he his style is is like a mat on a master level and it's strategic and it's genius, and I get all that. But the shit ain't fun to watch. Yeah, I, I it's like that. is this a fight or a track meet? Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. motherfucker, I want to see somebody get their ass kicked. That's why I watch boxing. <laughs> I really don't care who it is. Like, usually I got a preference, but really that preference is not really etched in the stone. Like, if the other guy start whooping the guy who I'm rooting for, ass I don't I'm care. I'm still, I don't, I don't care if he win or not. I'm just right. happy that somebody getting their ass whooped right. and it looks and it's entertaining. That's right. what I care about. I'm down with that. And this fight I'm was entertaining because most of the Floyd weather is like, I'm bored. I'm like, is this like Hussein Bolt or mm-hmm. is this like a boxer? Like, what's going on? Because it looks like everybody, it's just, I just see a nigga running. <laughs> just, mm. just running like track shoes like <laughs> why he in the ring with track shoes on yeah, I, think was, <laughs> like, I think this was definitely one of his better it, it was entertaining it was very and a lot of people are mad about it a lot of the real fight you why? know what okay I don't know but For you know the, what because be, it's the puppetry of the penis of boxing <laughs> but it, you know what half of that shit is puppetry. is puppetry anyway so I like yeah. I don't really care it was entertaining I saw it for free I wasn't stupid enough saying. to pay $100 anyway so oh yeah you I, know do, I thought it was entertaining I get, yeah. I get the hype I do get why people want to see it I really really truly do it's just not for me I didn't I wasn't, I wasn't buying into the hype that's all only thing would have been made it better if, if Connor whooped Floyd's ass that would have made it amazing yeah. uh, that would have been interesting <laughs> but you know what that would have made w- it amazing so we had so. I'm, I'm sorry I'm just going to call him I think McGregor's racist that's it so racist versus the wife beater with my friend <laughs> so um, <laughs> yeah, I don't he, know if he is or isn't because I haven't heard I just the only thing I've heard is people saying that he's racist I haven't heard him say anything or do anything racist yeah. I've yeah. just he- hear everybody saying that he's racist and I'm not saying that he's not I'm just saying that's not enough for me to gyp- I'm not that dude I'm not 
you know, oh, everybody says he's racist, so he's racist. Fuck that. That's not me. Well, there's yeah. a, uh, this is the, my, my real point is that it has more to do with the sort of the hype of the fight. And, and it happens with a lot of fights. They do this when people come from different ethnicities. You know, it would be the, you know, uh, a Puerto Rican versus the black person mm-hmm. or uh, the uh, Filipino versus the white person or mm-hmm. Latino mm-hmm. or black person versus white. It was It's always been that way back in the day, you know. Right, right. So uh, Rocky Marciano versus Ali, you know. Mm-hmm. So that that's what people are going to do. So when you got this white dude versus a black dude, that's mm-hmm. going to come up and it's going to be white people that's going to vote for the white that's going to root for the white dude cuz he white and it's going to mm-hmm. be black people rooting for the black dude cuz he black and they don't oh, care yeah. who's the best athlete. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh that's yeah. True. That's true. That's true. That's true. I saw a lot of sure. Irish people in the crowd vote, going Drinking. for McGregor. <laughs> I think that he said drink. I, I think that happens in anything when you have like, have you guys noticed like this is weird to me. Like it's been like literally years since Family Feud has done anything other than white family versus black family. Like every single episode oh, i don't watch family feud I'm, I, I'm, I, mean, I can't take steve harvey right now i i, I gotta mix i i watch it sometimes because okay. i'm i like the trivia mm-hmm. <laughs> but um i see white i do see a lot of white families versus black families but i also see black families versus black families you do uh-huh white families okay. versus other white families i don't see a lot of like asian families i don't see a lot of like hispanic families i don't see a lot of like other diverse families other than just white and black and mm. that's it and then the black families they put on there but that's a whole nother story so uh, why okay danya danya has a, a vocabulary word this week i was just correcting her homework before the show one of her words is irrelevant and she said <laughs> her sentence was steve harvey is irrelevant to this show <laughs> i died i fell on the floor rolling i was like my baby she knows. Good. even kids know kids know they know oh my god you know what i used to like steve harvey but he need to sit down for a minute mm-hmm. just reflect he got a lot of money he got an empire but he need to sit down and reflect for a second i feel like ever since he took that two pay off he done lost his mind <laughs> he his lost power was in his, his hair exactly. like samson huh? <laughs> exactly <laughs> like samson he took okay. off that afro wig with the chin strap the chin. and <laughs> and he just snapped. lost his mind it snapped underneath his chin like a helmet i, I, I have mixed feelings about steve harvey um on one hand i'm not hating on him because i mean just you know he's a black man out there trying to make his way or whatever and i, mm-hmm. I don't begrudge him that but I kind of he. I feel like he panders to women, and I don't really care for that. I feel like kind of like he does. He pander to women because I feel like he gives women bad advice. I feel like he does too. He He does, but it's kind of like it's still pandering to him because it's what he feels they want to hear. Right? Yeah. But that see, that's like a gigolo. That's like a player. Honestly, I mean, you using them. He using them. Women don't listen to Steve Harvey. (laughs) He leading you wrong. Hello, look at what he did. Don't think like a man. Think like a woman. Chick for the side chick. Now you know he can't be trusted. You know he can't. Who I mean, plus he didn't—he didn't have how many wives? Like he didn't have quite a few. That's Steve Harvey saying. already got like he. You think he gets comes off like I'm so homegrown, and what I'm saying to you is what my grandma would have would have said. Well, your yeah. grandma was fucking wrong then too. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank you. And she taught your ass wrong. He liked the black version of Doctor Phil. He is exactly <laughs> like the black version of Dr. Phil. You are right about that. And again, don't get me wrong. I do like, as a stand-up, I enjoyed him very much. I love you the Kings of Comedy. No, I just thought he was good. He was a good MC, too. He's a good MC. He's good. Yeah. He's good crowd work. He is 
approachable. He's mm-hmm. like that black uncle that's real funny or the preacher that's real funny or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's like he's got that charm about him. It's when he started giving advice mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I'm like, like he knew nigga, he you can't be about. giving people advice. Right, not yeah, you. Yeah. No, not you. Right. We must remember Dr. Phil ain't unless even a real doctor. Unless it's the what not to do advice. Dr. Phil ain't even a real doctor. He's not? So, no. No, not at all. Really? Really? Definitely not wow. an MD. I did not know that. The other thing about a, 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 but he could be a. I mean, he's not even a, a PhD or a, a psych no. D or a, any kind of psychology D or whatever. I'm sure he got an I honorary. Think he's like a, count, a family counselor or some like some, a like, M- like a MFT. No, he's probably like lower That's the, than that. No, there's nothing lower than <laughs> MFT. <laughs> I mean, not, that you can legal. Is that a motherfucking therapist? <laughs> <laughs> MFT. I'm a motherfucking therapist, <laughs> bitch. Therapist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, score one for the pipster. Dr. Phil. Yeah, yeah, family, uh, marriage family therapist, MFT, um, or, or master's in family therapy, something like that. But it's, it's mm-hmm. a master's degree. And uh, that's like the lowest that you can have in order to like counsel people and stuff. Again, I don't begrudge, um, but, uh, I don't begrudge him for the empire that he's built. I don't like the advice that he gives and it's hard for me he, he's starting to be a personality that i can't stand to well, i don't see. like the fact that if he's not a doctor that he's portraying himself to be one. i'm talking i'm going yeah, back he, to dr oh, phil I, I ain't never had room for dr phil he, okay. um, even back to the oprah days he has a phd in psychology okay so he's a doctor but then. he's not a licensed psychologist so he's not supposed to be giving no damn advice how, how do you know he's not a licensed psychologist because uh, that's what that's what they say because it says on the interwebs mm-hmm. that's because that's what the doctors okay uh, <laughs> Dino's well, not. <laughs> I just I just find out that most people are not going to get a, a doctorate in psychology and not get licensed so I kind of well, don't know if that's true I'm this, not gonna, this I know is true Dr. Phil's full of shit there so. you go Steve Harvey <laughs> is fuller that's what I do know Steve Harvey's full of black shit and Dr. Phil's full of white shit uh, <laughs> it's like the like when a dog takes a shit First it's brown, then it's white. <laughs> but it's still shit. So currently, Dr. Phil is not a licensed psychologist in any state. After graduating with a doctoral psychology degree in 1979, he went into private practice with his dad in Texas, but stopped practicing in 1990 when he co-founded Courtroom Sciences. So he went into court TV with Oprah okay. and said, fuck everything else. So it sounds like he was licensed <laughs> at one time and he never renewed it. Because it said he was practicing with his father or whatever. So again, not that, in what capacity? That, that doesn't what capacity. That doesn't know? bother me either. Because like I don't, I don't really know what kind of degrees Ayanna Van Zandt has, but I really do believe in her practice. I believe she's true and genuine, and what she's doing is sincere. Is she right all the time? No, nobody's right all the time. Okay. But I don't have an issue with her. But uh, and I don't have an issue with the way she presents herself. I've only have one. I've only seen one issue, one like uh, episode of her show. And it was the we talked about it on this show, and I kind of came for her a little bit because I felt like she um, exploited the lady. Um, who was it? It was on the, TV. Oh my god! Uh, Keisha Cole's oh, sister. No, 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 no. It was the lady who was. Um, she was like a former, a former uh, Olympian. Mm. I can't remember her name. Oh, is it the Gun- skater? I think, yeah, I think. yeah, 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 from the 80s. Yeah, she's black. Yeah, she's she black. became a veterinarian or something. I know you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, fell on hard times, whatever, oh, and they, they, they yeah. did this. And I just felt that whole thing, it just felt really exploit, exploitative to me and felt wrong. Just It did not feel genuine at all to me. I it just like came across really fake and yeah, whatever. Def- but I but that's TV. That. That's a TV show. But I really do think well, her that practice was, it was, it was is still, part of it. It was Ayanna. 
Uh, yeah, right. some, some <laughs> of her approaches, I think some of her approaches are a bit much. Definitely. I think some of her approaches are a bit much. And I feel like if she said some of the things that she said or her approach to some of the people, if not have been on TV, the reaction might be a little bit different. I, I, I still I still put more trust in her than I would Dr. Phil. Oh, and definitely more than Steve yeah. Harvey. Hell yeah. I say fuck all of them. And Steve, Har- <laughs> and Steve Harvey very early on went after the gays and telling us we's wrong and telling people don't listen to them and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, fuck you. Oh, really? Yes. One, part of his yeah. advice, like, oh, women be listening to gay men. You need to stop doing that. And I stuff like, like uh, there's a reason why it's a relationship between gay men and women. Right. Uh-huh. Like, because finally a woman has a man she can a talk to that can tell her exactly about what how men sort of think and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, well, why don't you listen to a straight man? Because straight men don't know how to talk to women. <laughs> <laughs> right. The communication is off right there. Well. But the, my favorite um, TV therapist, he comes on Viceland, and he has this show called The Therapist. His name is Dr. Siri Satnam Singh. I think, I hope I'm saying that right. Dr. Siri Satnam Singh. And he's a black guy, and he's really, really good. I love his approach. I love how he therapizes or counsels. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. He's I watch really Viceland. Yeah, yeah, he's really good. I like him. Well, where so I go good. when I want to get some advice and hear some shit or whatever, I go to Be Honest and the No Nonsense Show. Hey. And it just so happens that today we have him as a very special guest via telephone. So hang on a second and we'll be right back with him. All right, listeners, and we're back, and we have with you my podcast brother, my light-skinned brother from another mother, none other than Be Honest. You there, man? I'm here. I'm here. What's going on? What's going on, family? (laughs) What's up? Hey, what's up with you? Now, you light-skinned, too. I know how light-skinned Dino is. How light is you? I'm pretty. I'm pretty darn light. <laughs> so, so on I'm, not, a skin- I'm, I'm not the lightest light skin person I know, but I'm pretty light. So what are you like? Two shades under Dino? <laughs> no, no, Four. not even, not even. He, he lighter than you. We we neck and neck as far oh, as I'm concerned. Dang. Okay. He, okay. He, he might Don't let the curls fool you, though. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, yeah, because B, he's actually biracial, so he has a he has a white parent and a black parent. Okay. You know, but yeah, he's he's running neck and neck with me. I be watching him on the YouTube and those those live streams for the No Nonsense Show, and that nigga be pasty. <laughs> <laughs> Dino said you need a tan, be honest. <laughs> I'd be in the comments just like cracking on how light he looked. Because <laughs> it's not that often I can like crack on somebody. Because usually it's like without a doubt I'm the lightest motherfucker like in for miles around. So anytime somebody is anywhere near my complexion, I have to take full advantage. <laughs> no, man, that's, that, that's that studio lighting, man. <laughs> oh, okay. This is the stu- blame it on the studio he lighting. Washed out. That's right. funny because the other four niggas that's in the studio don't look that light. <laughs> <laughs> they just lit you up. They just lit you. 
But no, so it's be, right. Trick photography. Beyond this is uh, the the brain behind the No Nonsense uh, Network, and it's it's a great network. It's got a lot of quality shows. Be honest. Why don't you go ahead and tell everybody about you, your shows, where they can find you, and the sh- you know, even one of our uh, biggest fans. Uh, Baylor the Great has just teamed up with Be Honest and has a, a podcast on on the Rare Sinus uh, Network now that P, that uh, Be Honest produces. Why don't you tell us about all that? All right, so basically, man, um, the No Nonsense Show is my is my I guess flagship show right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on the Rare Sinus Network. Uh, we have a couple of shows that are in, in hiatus. You know, how, you know how it goes. You know, since you guys just got off a break, but we got a couple of shows that are kind of like in, we'll say, reorganization. And that's the ninety ten rule, which is a a music business show where we interview different people in the music industry who are are somebody. If you go and check it out, we got real people on there. It's not you know the neighborhood no boy who turned uh, label owner. We got real <laughs> interviews and real stuff. We're, but we're reorganizing that. Um, we have a, a, a sports show. F your team. <laughs> and those guys are just working on some, some te- technical difficulties right now. But the savior of the network, let him tell it, is Banner the Great. Banner the Great has been the kind of guy who uh, has always provided feedback to, to the Shiznit show as well as my show. But not just that, there's several shows he's been doing feedback with. And I just thought it was a great idea, man, to finally put him in the front and let him have his own thing. And so he considers himself to be the savior of the network. But <laughs> the real show is the no-nonsense show. And that's hey. the show basically where it. It's, it's a self-proclaimed philosopher. That's me. A guy who suffers from ADHD really, really bad. That's Danny Mac. Uh, we got a guy that's a, um, a third a millennial with third world experience. He's from Haiti, but he's a young dude. He has no idea what the hell he's talking about, but he's not <laughs> afraid to say that. And then we got the guy, Jay, Jay Smooth, who just like, I, I, the best way I can say it is he likes to keep everything on the surface. So imagine going into your, your local barbershop. You're going to hear our show, basically. Okay. But, that's what's up. A, a lot more uh, vulgar because we, we don't we don't keep it PG thirteen at all. That's right, they don't. They ain't do no not. kids getting their hair cut in that barbershop. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> they have to do that. Your that. hair could be messed up. Okay, and then you have to do that thing where your mama keep your hand, her hands over your ears the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> right. We we are we are not afraid to piss people off, and we don't necessarily go with the status quo. Sensitivity, please beware. Yep, there you go. Yeah, he has uh, he has a, a disclaimer that that he plays at the beginning of each show, basically telling people that are too sensitive to fuck off. <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm down with that. I'm here for that. Yeah, I love it. I love it. When he added that, I was like, it was. I was all there for it. I'm telling you. But uh, be honest. So tell us Wait. tell us about uh, what you know, how you moved from music into podcasting, and why, and you know that whole thing. Well, you know what's funny, Dino, is that uh, because we're light skin, I, I don't know what kind of high school you went to, oh my God. but my at my high <laughs> at my high school, it was a hood, it was a hood high school, uh, downtown Atlanta, and um, I was the lightest skinned guy, so of course I got to be the butt of every joke mm-hmm. from K K through twelve. So that was my first introduction into the having tough skin and being able to get some good comebacks. Right? Okay. I joined the military. I joined the military, and when you go overseas. There's nothing to do but talk about each other. That was my <laughs> second introduction to getting tough skin. But then, you know, being in the music industry, is, and I did everything in the music industry from production, engineering, management. I owned a label. Um, I did artist development. Damn. But the, 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 real, the real thing about Atlanta and the studios here and the industry is that the first hour, I say, hour and a half of every studio session 
all you're doing is talking shit. That's all you're doing. <laughs> no recording. And ain't, ain't nobody writing rhymes. Anybody doing that. All you're doing is talking shit. So, like, for instance, today, if we were in the studio today, we'd be talking about Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather, which I'm just getting sober from, from watching last night. But <laughs> the whole first hour would be about that. And there's roasting going on and jonesing going on and it's back and forth. What I learned in all of those three experiences is that I talk a lot of shit, one, and I'm pretty <laughs> good at it, too. Third is that I, I have a different perspective from most people. I don't, I don't mind being the guy that goes against the grain, and usually my perspective is, is like that anyway. I'm going to find the silver lining or the black lining, depending on how you look at it, mm. in every situation. And so to me, that was like, if, I, if I'm not going to do radio, which I can't do because I, I curse too much, i got to do a <laughs> podcast. And that's how it all started. Okay, That's wow. Cool. <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah, what would you say is the most, and we're not going to keep you too long, whatever, just because the, okay, be me, let me, let me let me back up a little bit. Be honest now, we've been friends for a minute. Like, how many years we've we been friends now, man? Uh, What was it, 2014? So I say three years or so. Okay, wow. Three, and, three, four years? Yeah, and I have not had him on my show, which is is crazy because, you know, we're friends, we're both podcasters, and he's had me on his show like three, four times or something like that. I've never had him on, and yep. it's only because, and I felt I've always felt bad about it because, <laughs> like, he's my, you know, one of my favorite podcasters and my friend and my brother. So, you know, but I just hate the the technology is just so that it, it just I just hate the way it sounds doing like I I only like doing interviews and having guests that are in studio. But you know, he's in Atlanta, so there's no way that we could do it. What? And I just had to get get him on the show. Yeah, because if he was here, he would have been on. He'd probably be practically like the fifth member or fourth what? member or something. So. I want to know, be honest, what is Atlanta like from your perspective? I want to come visit. What is Atlanta like? Yeah. <laughs> Atlanta, is, Atlanta is dope, man. Atlanta is, a, is an exciting place. What's great about Atlanta is that because we're the capital of the South, everybody who comes to the South comes to Atlanta. So it's, we have so many people from L.A. and from Chicago and from Detroit and from New York. I, I, I wish the New York people would go back. But everybody else, <laughs> man, we love y'all. <laughs> is it really and, like and, the Black and my, Hollywood? my wife, say again? Is it really like the Black Hollywood? Absolutely, yeah. This is oh, this, man. Uh, the, 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 another thing about Atlanta is that there's so much black money in Atlanta. Anything you want to do, you can do here in Atlanta, and you can have black people besides you doing it. I've, it's, it it's every day, man. I go into McDonald's or something, and I'll I'll be in there, and somebody will be standing beside me, and they'll be like, uh, you know, hey, uh, I got a business doing pressure washing or i got a business uh you know whatever i'm like hey man can you just can you just give me some fries and my burger because they seriously are working and also networking their business cards <laughs> like man i just need some barbecue sauce i ain't trying to get nothing pressure washed <laughs> can you go back can you go back around the counter and finish taking my order please Thank you, sir. i need yeah, you not like to be that. on this side oh my god <laughs> <laughs> but no, cool. Atlanta's great. I, I love Atlanta, man. It, it's changed so much. It's become a faster city, but it's still kind of got the down south, you know, southern hospitality, slow mood to it, too. So you can kind of do a little bit of everything here, but I love it a lot. That's what's up. We should go, guys. Nope. Oh, <laughs> oh I wouldn't mind going to visit. I ain't trying to live there, but I'd go visit. <laughs> no, I, we talked about this before. I'd go visit. I can't live no place where it's, where it's too many black people. Yeah, I, I, I think we're talking about a visit, Pip. Calm a down. Visit, I can calm down. Visit. We're just talking about visiting. God, 
for I'm the just weekend. saying. I, no, I like Atlanta. I, I I performed in Atlanta. I enjoyed performing down in Atlanta. Uh, the people were so kind. The food was fantastic. It, uh, but I had to get the hell out. It was too many niggas. <laughs> I'm with. We are definitely a chocolate city. We're definitely a chocolate city. Ooh, all that just sounds like it tastes good to me. That's where I want to go. <laughs> no, it's popping. It's popping. You know what? The, the black gay scene in Atlanta is the best in America. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. Gay. Yeah, that, that actually is true. We have. I think. I think we have a couple. No shit, though. I think we have a couple of Pride weekends here. Like I thought it was supposed to be just one one time a year, but it seems like recently they're doing it like every single. It's like twice a year now. There's a um. There's a there's a little area in Midtown where they painted all the crosswalks with the gay flag. Okay, they did that in West Hollywood here. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's, but yeah, but again, it's because they black. They all super extra. <laughs> Extra, extra, right. extra, extra. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, down it's in Atlanta where, where you start seeing black dudes wearing purses and high heel shoes. Uh, and I'm not against it. That's what that's what you want to do. That's what you want to do. But only in Atlanta, black folks like let's gotta be gotta take it up a level. Yeah. You know the thing about me. The thing about me is I don't like flamboyant in any in any way. I don't care if it's gay, straight, whatever. I don't like people that just are extra people and they can't <laughs> be like no like normal level of speaking when they go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Just, you know you ain't gotta let everybody know. In the whole restaurant that you got here, mm-hmm. if you came in, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you on that. That's me, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's wrong with announcing yourself when you come in a room? I am here. <laughs> but look, though, this we know that black women right now run the country, so oh, y'all well. can do whatever the hell y'all want to do, and nobody can say anything. So, oh, that's fine. I'm gonna do it regardless. <laughs> of my color. <laughs> All right, B. Well, before you go, man, um, tell everybody where they can check out the No Nonsense Show and Bay- the Great Show and all these other great shows on your network. Well, uh, we are actually in iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play. Anywhere you listen to your podcast now, you can look up Rare Sonnets. That's R A R E S O N A N C E Media. That's the network. And uh, Rare Sonnets just means uh, rare and sound. I put the words together, Rare Sonnets. Uh, you can find us anywhere there. But also, uh, nonsenseshow.com is a great place to get links to everything, including how you can buy our merchandise. You can uh, donate to our show, which we call Pay the Laugh Tax. <laughs> um, everything else is there, man. You know, and and also we have a Slack community as well. Uh, you can look us up. And if you come to our website, you'll get our information for that as well. But man, we have a good time in Slack room. It's like all our listeners get to come in and and kick it with us all week long. We have a week long show in there. All right, man. B, thanks for uh, dropping in. Uh, give my love to Kit. He's that's his beautiful wife, Kit, and hey, uh, all the boys on the No Nonsense Show. Tell them I said all. I tell them. Tell them. Tell all of them I said what's up and thanks for dropping in, man, and spending some time with us. Sorry, it's, it's been so long, and I'm still waiting for cool. I'm waiting for the, uh, the the invite to that whenever I come to Atlanta, I can stay at your your house because I know you got room. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. 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 You got room. Absolutely. You got room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we got plenty of room. Ooh. We got plenty of room. But look, now, here's the thing. I want to say before I go because I haven't talked to you, Tip or uh, Jean ever before. I just want to say you guys are an excellent compliment to the show. I love the Shizmir show. I like you guys together. The dynamic is really, really great. And I'm excited for you guys, man. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much. Thanks Brianna. a lot, we B. appreciate you. I love you, bro. And uh, I'll holler at you. All right, lo- love you too, man. Take care. Can I just say for our listeners, uh, we he called in. We were uh, 
streaming that over the internet uh, phone. But just in case you weren't able to hear because of sound quality, you can find the No Nonsense Show at Rare Sonance. That's R-A-R-E-S-O-N-A-N-C-E dot com. RareSonance.com, the No Nonsense Show, a funny experiment in black experience. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Pip. Appreciate that. All right, let's get into these topics. News and Noteworthy. The Shiznit. All right. It's always great talking to my brother. So, um, (laughs) two, (laughs) this, (laughs) there were two white girls who got into wearing. MAGA, MAGA hats got into some shit at HBCU. This reminds me of the, the, a title for a bad sitcom on the CW <laughs> network. Two white girls in the HBCU. <laughs> Two white girls, a pizza place in the HBCU. <laughs> <laughs> These girls, though, what? What was they thinking? I have no idea. Well, I don't know. Go ahead, Pip. You, why don't you run the story down because I think I got a different take on this one than, okay. than everybody All right, else. so let me... Uh, was it Howard? It was Howard. It was Howard. It so, was Howard. so two high school age white girls show up at Howard University. They said they went there to have lunch. Mm. Right. Um, they're wearing Trump hats and shirts or Make America Great. You know, they're wearing something Trump esque. Mm-hmm. And they <laughs> got Trump. called out by these black college students who were saying, like, you know, because it's it's kind of it's it's offensive. It's offensive in the same way. You know, I wouldn't show up at an Asian rally wearing something where I, where it glorified somebody that persecuted Asians. Right. You know, it's like, why would you do that? And, it, and why would you go there? And why are you going to an all-black college for mm-hmm. lunch? And, like, all the places you can go to eat in, in that era, you're going to choose Howard? That seems mm-hmm. kind of purposeful, like you trying to jab and get something out of somebody. So they got taken the task for it by people, and then they started crying about, like, you know, again, that, what white privilege is. Why am I being cursed to kill that? Well, because you, you're dumb. You don't do that. You just don't do that. I'll give them one pass, and that's for youth. Okay. <laughs> all right. Now this is this is my take on it. Um, well, first of all, from the way I understand it, they were a part. They were part of some sort of a school trip and that's kind of where they the whoever the uh the adults that were in charge took them for lunch so i don't know i i agree it sounds kind of suspicious that you would choose to go to howard for lunch um they're not known for their cuisine <laughs> so that that sounds rare in dc it's got some good food right? i just came from Man. dc a couple years ago they got some good food so I, I, that that is a little surprising however that's neither here nor there um I do believe that they knew full well what they were doing. I don't believe this this innocent routine about, oh, I was just, you know, poor little old me. You know, I'll catch the vapors. Oh, I declare. No, I don't believe all that. Not for a second. <laughs> but, you know, even if they were intending to, to be messy or to be provocative or whatever, my problem is why do black people feel like you can't be offended? Like, you can be offended. Like... Just like you wouldn't want somebody checking you for wearing your Malcolm X T-shirt or your Black Lives Matter T-shirt or any other, you know, or your, uh, 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 what do you call it, um, those Black are, Panthers T-shirt. I think those you know. are false equivalencies. Definitely. Okay, you can call them false equivalencies all you want to, but the point is that there are a lot of white people that don't like those individuals or groups. Yeah, and they need to be educated. So. Okay. <laughs> so so and and they feel some kind of way about those groups and those groups 
and and or individuals can be considered or are considered provocative to white people. So if if you wore those, that type of paraphernalia on, you know, uh, a, a white institution or whatever, you would it would have you would feel definitely some kind of way if you got checked about it. Especially if somebody snatched a hat off your head or whatever, you would not be here for that. Here's the nature of racism, though, and this is why it makes it a false equivalency. The racism mm-hmm. of nature means that the person, the majority in charge, um, you know, is holding back, is 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 is, is has somehow uh, keeping this other people down by racist means. So. In comedy, they always tell you, don't punch down, punch up. Mm-hmm. Right, I right? understand all So that. you are the white person with privilege, and you're coming to a black school. They have less privilege than you, yes. and you're taunting Definitely. them. You came there. You're not taunting somebody with a Malcolm X shirt, because you know what? You ain't got no power. You're the black person. Right? I don't. You know what? I, I hear that argument. I understand the argument. Fuck that argument. What? Uh, yes, fuck it. I don't agree with Hell it. Hell no. I feel like if you come, mm. if you come for me, mm. don't be mad when... When I come for you. Period. Point blank. And right. And, and they also, came so, to the HBCU so well, and if you me, and if somebody if you wear something and if you wear something that somebody else doesn't like, then don't don't feel some kind of way when they go for you because that's basically all they were doing was wearing something that that you don't like, and that's all it comes down to. I don't. They, they weren't. Like, they weren't. They weren't. Uh, throwing rocks and they weren't causing a commotion. They weren't being physical. They weren't being violent. They weren't even speaking violent. Uh, uh, I feel speech. like they went there to antagonize so, black people. I even feel if like they, they did, so what? Can show, show some fucking self control. Like it's nothing. Wrong you are with not above being offended. Something to them, like hey, you are why not. Are y'all here black people are not above being and what, offended. And what's going on? You don't with come that? to Do somebody. You ain't like, special. I don't feel like you they, ain't special. I don't feel like they should have been touched or anything should have happened to them unless they warranted that. Unless they said something. Somebody did take somebody's hat. Yes, I'm saying I don't feel like that was appropriate. But if you come somewhere wearing some some. MAGA, something at an HB, a historically black college. A safer space, supposedly, for from that kind of antagonism. Historically black college, and you come there wearing something like that, how could you be surprised when somebody says something to you? Because, I'm not, because if, I, if I'm a black person and I go to a white school or historically white college and I have once a KKK shirt or a, a KKK Now see, that's a false equivalency. Lump, that's not a false yes, equivalency. Yes, it is. KKK and, and, and make this, America mm, great is not the same thing. Okay. It's they're not adjacent, the same thing. But I have to agree with you. They're not, they're the, not same. the same they're thing. They're not the same, but it's just, just I'm just it's saying adjacent. for concept. It's for not the same thing. For concept, definitely. I, I think that, that that they went there to start a problem, and they got the problem that they okay. was looking for, bottom line. Well, like I said, um, I knew I was going to have a different take on this one than everybody else, but yeah. So Do I feel like anybody should have put their hands on them? Absolutely not. That's you, No, it's better ways to... Get your issue or your point across, and it has to. I, I do see your. Somebody. I see your point. I have to say, if this was me, I was. If I if ran this into was those flipped, girls, if this was flipped, then you guys would sitting, be sitting here bitching about how. <laughs> Because uh, it's how, different if it's flipped. That's the false that. equivalency. No, no, it's no, not the same. I'm, no, it's, it's it, not the it, it same. The same. It, is it is the same. same. It is the same. It is the same. It's the same. No, yes. no, because we live in go, different America. Let's go and hang white people for two hundred years and then see how they feel over the same thing. You don't get a fucking pass. Yeah, we do. No, you don't. No, I'm not no you don't. What, what pass? And that's what. Yes, you do. You feel what, like so. We supposed you, you to say, give them a pass for no, doing that? I'm not. No, I'm. What I'm saying is, you want a certain certain treatment, but you're not willing to give it back because. Oh, how? we was persecuted for two hundred years, what, what, and so therefore I'm above. Back? I'm above showing the same kind of respect that I want, that I demand. Who, uh, but it's who? not the same. We're not coming for them. Thank they you. were coming for us. Thank Whether you. they was coming for you or not, all they were doing was wearing t-shirts and hats. 
Okay, and so it's wrong for somebody to say something to them? Like, why? what do you so, think this is for? Or why are you here with flip this it, on or whatever? Flip it and quit saying that it's different. If it you is flip different. it, if you flip it, well, it is different. No, if, if I have on my Malcolm some, X no. shirt, if I have on my Malcolm X shirt or my Martin Luther King shirt, and somebody comes up to me and asks me, why are you wearing your Malcolm X shirt or why are you wearing your Dr. Martin Luther King shirt, I will have a damn good explanation for it. So if I feel like if I see somebody at an HBCU wearing a MAGA hat, I have every right to ask them, what are you wearing that for? Here, why? It's nothing wrong with that. I, I don't see the same. Th- I don't see it's the same either. I really don't because it, at the end of the day, we're talking about like black leaders that tried to raise up the black race who was held down. When's the white race been held down? And now Trump's help, helping them get back up again. That's not you. You reading way too much. Well, no, it. no. But I'm just saying it's a false That's equivalency not, to say like a, a Malcolm X no, shirt versus a Make America's Greatest Again no. shirt. It's not the same so thing. So basically, you're saying that there is no equivalency. Basically, you're saying that there is nothing that a, a black person could ever wear that uh would no i'm not saying that okay I'm well then well then give well then give me well then give me an equivalency because then you're playing you're playing semantics because that's what it's about okay so use an, uh, no, I don't an example ha- that you all, feel that's it that i don't i don't have i don't i don't have one if, if something came up I, I maybe i have to i have to take it as it come up but i don't have one that's specific to that because again we are we, it's not a situation where in america where maybe in atlanta Whereas, like, a lot of black people where, okay, I'll give you an example of something in Atlanta that I thought was wrong racially that was black-white. I'm in Atlanta. I'm doing a show. My white friend from Chicago comes to visit me in Atlanta because he'd always wanted to come to Atlanta, and I was down there. We go out. It's, we downtown. There was a Prince concert, and so it was all a bunch of Prince people at this IHOP. And we in the restaurant. I'm getting great service. He getting shitty service. Mm. My food is great. His food's not great. And I called out the waitress. I called her out. I said, why are you treating him? Well, he should have known better to come. I'm like, no, no, you need to be a professional at all times, no matter what the person is. That's a situation where I had to call her out. That was wrong what she did racially. You can't treat people. You can't come for somebody and treat him bad like that because he's white. These weren't girls weren't being treated bad because they was white. They were being treated badly because they came. If I came into your house, Dino, with something disrespectful towards your daughter on, you would have you would feel some kind of way about that. Well, that's my house. That's my private house. Well, that's their house. That's not the same thing. That's not the same thing. And this this is my point. And let me let me see if I can just frame it this way and see if you guys can understand it. I feel like there is a certain segment in this country where they feel like freedom of speech only applies to them. Like they have the freedom to say whatever the fuck they want to say. But as, and, and everybody else has is free to say whatever they want, as long as it doesn't offend them. I didn't say that, but that's that's what that is what this is basically indicative of. No, I don't think no. So. Uh, yes, it that's is. That's not what I'm saying. Yes, it is. So what I said. First of all, I didn't get to finish where I was going to say. I like you. I would have ignored them. I ain't got time for that. Life is short. They two little punk ass high school girls. There you I ain't go. got time for that. There you go. However, people coming for them, I understand it. I understand it. And I and I'm like I'm not mad at the people that came for him. Now, I'm, now I, the people who took their hats and stuff like that, they was wrong. Yeah, you don't touch nobody. Exactly. But again, it's it's like the thing before we, before we on the air, Dean and I were talking about the you know the use of the n word, a nigga, blah blah. You know, <laughs> so uh, if you are willing to accept the consequence of your action, I feel like you should do it. Like you should say what you want to say. You should express yourself. You want the way you want to express yourself. But no, it comes. At a a price. price. With a price. That's all. And that was the price for these girls doing that where they did that. I agree. I agree. You can't come nowhere asking for something and then be mad when you get it. I just feel like I agree with that. White, black, or indifferent. But it it applies both. But you see, you say that, 
But then if it was to happen the other way around, then you wouldn't be here but for what, it. But what's, what's your situation do you have where black people went antagonizing white people with their stuff? I don't care. Stuff? I don't care. Just make, whatever. But that's what make, this is about. Up. So, so like I said before, you basically you're saying that make it's not even possible up. for a black person to do that. No, I didn't say that. I yeah. said this is a false equivalency because what you were saying was not you're, the same. You're, that, getting, you're getting caught up in semantics. No, I you said, are. No, you are. Because I said, okay, forget that example then and then replace it with one that you feel that is equivalent. Because that's what I'm talking about. Not, there, there is hard to come up with one because yeah. because we're not because so we're not in a situation so where we can what antagonize I said, them you're the saying that way. there isn't one no okay we're asking you to give us one <laughs> yeah why should tell I have to come people, up with yeah, one tell the people because I feel example. like because I because I to the one I gave I, the one I gave you said it wasn't so right. I'm saying okay well then give me one since there you're I don't saying have that it's possible one. I, I don't have one but that doesn't mean there isn't one because you're saying basically you're saying that no there you're isn't saying one. that I'm saying that but that's not what's happening okay not at all I'm saying I can't come up with one I didn't say that there wasn't one this the situation that we compared was not the same. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah, it's close enough. It's it's close enough. It's not exactly the same. No, but it's close. When enough. When you antagonize for the, for the, somebody, for the purse of for the uh, the sake of an analogy or whatever, it definitely flies. I mean, yeah. It, in a in a philosophical argument, those are equivalents for the sake of this conversation. They are definitely good enough. Now, in real life, are they exactly the same? No, they're not. But for the sake of the argument. They're a same. They're the same enough. Mm. So, well, I don't agree exactly disagree. agree with that. <laughs> oh yeah, well, that's not a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you think this situation should have went? I think, like Pip said, like I would have, I just would have just minded my own business. Like, oh well, whatever. They wearing their t shirt. That's their right to wear their t shirts. So what? What? What the fuck do I care? Like, I wouldn't. I would think I wouldn't want anybody checking me for whatever t shirt I'm wearing. But if somebody did, how would you, what, what would your reaction be or how would you feel? If someone did? Yeah. If, if you had on your Martin Luther King shirt or your Malcolm X shirt and somebody said, why are you wearing that here or whatever, how would you feel? I'd probably be pissed off. And okay, mm-hmm. but okay. Okay. All right. so, <laughs> which is why I wouldn't do it to somebody else because I wouldn't want anybody to, to do it to me. Okay. And I feel like just like I have a right to wear the shirt I want to wear, they have a right to wear the shirt they want to wear. All right. They, they didn't say they didn't have. No. A, they have a right to do exactly. it. But what they got, they got because exactly. of what they did. Exactly. Well, like I said, I and if and if the same thing happens to, to 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 you, then you need to take it the same way, or or realize that okay, well, you know that's that's my thing. It's like I just whatever. I don't know why y'all acting like y'all don't see the fucking double standard because it's, it's there. Not. It is, and it's there. And the fact that y'all acting like y'all don't see it, whatever. It's not. So you know how open-minded I, I am. <laughs> you know how open-minded I am, but I don't see this, Dino. Please. I mean, oh my God. I see that they went there looking right. for a problem. And that's yeah. just... And they got it. And they got it. Alright, moving on. So, there is a company that wants to pay... A company in the UK that wants to pay you 28,000 pounds per year to masturbate. So that 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 translates to thirty six thousand uh, of our dollars per year to jack off. Now, how does that work? Well, the way it works is you're not paid to jack off like per, per se. No, no, this is the way it works. <laughs> this company is an adult sex toy company, and they write reviews and whatever else. And they want when the customers come to the store, they want their they want someone there to be able to speak with authority and you know and. Uh, Someone who's actually used the products and oh, to speak okay. on it with experience, whatever. So they they have they want to pay someone uh, this this amount of money to to try out all the toys and the lingerie and and all the things that they sell. 
That makes sense. Yeah, mm. it does make sense, and it's, it's a lot of sense. pretty cool. I mean, I couldn't live off of thirty six k, but it'd be a say. it'd be a nice little uh, you know hustle, a little right. side gig. I guess so. Yeah, you know? that's what I was going to ask you. How many hours do they have to put in? It's just it doesn't like, say how many you work hours. On your own schedule. It, do, it doesn't say. <laughs> you got to have an egg up your butt. <laughs> it for might be a, fifteen <laughs> right. minutes a day. It's probably. <laughs> it might like, be project based or something. Right. You, know, do you like, work on your own schedule. Do you? Yeah, they you don't just do three hours a day. Just you see how much you can get in in that three hours. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They don't. They don't get into all that. But they do mention that like thirty nine percent of people, male and female. Uh, uh, admit to masturbating at work. What? Whoa. That's almost how half. much? 39%. Ooh. Male and female. Oh, that's a lot. Y'all nasty. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot. That's almost half. That's 11% away from half, y'all. That's scary. That means one of us in here has masturbated while we was at work. Oh, the thought has never crossed my mind. Mm-hmm. No. Pip. See, it was nah. him. Now I know it was Pip. <laughs> I, I, I'm surprised by that number. That is shocking. Now really? I know why some of my employees take so long on their bathroom exactly. breaks. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I've had sex at work. But then again, oh. though, I think this might be a... Uh, what, what, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> is that the same or different? <laughs> I love that moment because Dina was going. Wait, wait, wait what? what, what, what? <laughs> but I, I, I have two, but after hours. Okay, what? I have. I haven't done it during working hours. Okay. I've only done it after hours. Oh, yeah, I've nice. never had sex at work either. But you lying? No, I know no I'm not lying. lying. I've never Everything. even had. No, I've never had sex in a theater. What kind of gay man are you? You're not right. doing it right. <laughs> You're not doing I'm it right. Just disappointed. You don't even. You don't even know how to be gay. I'm to hold your gay car for somebody gonna have to we're gonna have to find some gay dude to teach you how to be gay if you're not doing it right I'm gonna do your chores boy you never on one of the Hollywood tours no I'm gonna do well you know what my 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 oh well I don't wanna get into this but I I did meet somebody (laughs) on one of my tours but we didn't have sex I should say though that this I believe is uh, because this came out of uh, uh, the independent which is a a UK paper so this is probably talking about over there not over here Mm. okay so but you if, if, if it's thirty nine percent there, well, I think it's even high. I mean, I feel like they're less freakier than we are. Mm. So if it's thirty nine percent there, I wonder what it is it's here because yes. I feel like they're more repressed than we are. I'm sure over there. I'm sure. I'm 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 shocked. <laughs> I'm shocked either way it goes. I, yeah, I don't know what to say to that. That's a that's a shocking statistic to me. Yeah, I thought I, was, work? I thought I was a freak. Men right? and women. <laughs> Men and women. You know, girl. 39%. <laughs> Girl, what are you doing at work that got you so hot? <laughs> I just don't understand. They bored. Oh, need to get a new job. Well, there, there's enough. been there's been studies and stuff that says that like a, a masturbation break during the day is good for production and mental health and all this other kind I of stuff. That. Whatever. So what happened to a good old fashioned nap? <laughs> what you can't take a nap? nap at work, but you can masturbate. <laughs> you know what? Having well, said that, that makes sense. Well, I think what happens in the stall is your business is different than you know you taking a nap and it being endorsed. Now, if they provided if they provided masturbation chambers or something, then you know that'd be a little different. But they're not providing that, but, and they're not saying to do it. They're just saying that the study is saying, saying that that's what people do. But that, that does right. make sense to me now that you say that because about the stress because we know like monkeys. You know, when they under stress, right. we know that they masturbate, and so humans do the same thing. Yeah, monkeys are horny. So yeah. you know, if you stressed and you need to just like toss off, I guess, and just uh, and then go back to work, <laughs> wash, just wash your hands. <laughs> My God, wash never ever ever use a men's restroom. Wash your hands. Well, they just said it and was check men your and women. So That's I know, real. right? Oh no, and women might be having stuff up their stuff uh, at their desk. <laughs> 
they like, oh, I can't wait to lunch. Yeah, break. women could they they could actually get away with it a lot easier than we. Oh can. my god, what if somebody had like anal beads in at their desk and they just like well, right down that too? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. They just sitting at the desk giggling to themselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you like what is wrong? What is wrong with what is that today? buzzing? No, you got something on your seat? <laughs> right. Like, oh, it's just my 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 massaging back chair. <laughs> Okay. I'm getting a Spe- cell phone call. Speaking of horny monkeys, uh, there's a pastor who's in trouble for saying on Instagram that he wanted to eat oh, Nicki Minaj's booty. My God. Yeah, William Henry Dewberry the Third, who is listed on Facebook as an elder at the Church of God in Christ <laughs> in Memphis, Tennessee, uh, said that he's claiming that it's a, uh, a fake account. That like like okay, first of all. <laughs> you, 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 Pastor William Henry Dewberry the Third. <laughs> Nigga, ain't nobody trying to ain't impersonate no- you. <laughs> First of all, second, oh. he's had the account for like three years where he's right. been posting all kinds of family regularly stuff or whatever, posting. regularly posting, right? So, yeah, uh, you probably should have gone with the lie of you got hacked. hacked. Yeah, mm-hmm. even though ain't nobody trying to hack your ass, mm-hmm. but that would have been a little bit more believable <laughs> and a lot less. Uh, easy to disprove, <laughs> but I, you know what though, Pastor Dewberry, I ain't I ain't here for you. I, I'm I'm just all I want to say is pastors got to eat too. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't mad at him. You I know, ain't mad at him. Have you five, seen Nicki Minaj's ass? I'm shit. It's five. I ain't mad at him. It's five things in that uh, in that sentence you just read that made me go like, okay, now this makes sense. It's Church of God in Christ. Because <laughs> <laughs> first, you know, because they the ones gonna be like, oh well, like you have to be perfect and you have to think perfect and you can't have these thoughts and that uh-huh. thought. It's like, oh well, God didn't make us sexual. You can't think sexual thoughts. Come on now. Yeah, but he po- don't post that. I'm sure it's a lot of pastors that want to eat Nicki Minaj's booty. <laughs> I'm sure. Lots of them Probably do. the majority. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I will guarantee about 97%. Billy Graham Jr. <laughs> <laughs> All of them. He's just sitting there smacking. <laughs> <laughs> but do you post that on your social media as a pastor? I think that's ethically not proper. Yeah, I feel like he's just saw the What's picture. Wrong ethically with that? Well, yeah, I don't think it. Because I don't think, people, because they're a congregation. And what if it's a children or any anybody? I don't think that's ethically wrong. I think you should. You're not it. ethically. I think you're my. You're it's I mean, not ethically. It's, it's just, just not. Yes, it's and not professional. I'll yeah. say unprofessional. Yeah. All right. I'll buy that. I'll buy that too. But yeah, as far as things that pastors could do wrong, I give him a pass on that one. Oh, no. He gets a pass because I'm sure everybody. Because I'm sure it. what happened know. was he's like on Instagram and he ran across that booty. That mean? <laughs> And he got just so overtaken by it that he just, like, without thinking, it was like, oh, God, I want to eat that well, ass what like did groceries. what he say exactly? <laughs> he said, what I want to eat her booty like groceries. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, Pastor Dewberry. <laughs> <laughs> Elder Dewberry. Yep, okay, Elder Dewberry. get them groceries. Go swipe that EBT card, Pastor Dewberry. I'm not mad. <laughs> like groceries. Okay. All right, Memphis, Tennessee got it popping. Yeah. <laughs> so Mystical's in trouble again. He turns oh. himself in on rape charges again. Again. Wow. Again, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it happened to some some woman in Louisiana. I believe it's uh, tied to a, a concert that he did back in 2016, and they had been unable to locate him for whatever reasons. <laughs> uh, but he, he turned himself in, uh, like, Monday. That's and somebody coming from his camp says that the the... the the charges are false, and he's planning on uh, pleading not guilty. 
So that's pretty much all the details we have on this story right now. So stay tuned. It's still I, developing. We'll I'm be here following for this. It. I'm here for this mystical rape charge. Do you think he? You think he did it? I'm. I'm on the fence. Oh, yeah. I'm really on the fence because this is not the first time. Right. So it's kind of hard. What, what happened? To I don't. I don't think I heard about the uh, the previous ones it was a while ago right yeah what, what it was happened? a long time ago i think he he was charged and convicted of raping a girl like okay. I, I, i'm pretty sure it was like the same i thought he was in jail on murder that's his brother his brother was in jail see murder see murder was in jail on murder right? uh, see murder still in jail still, yeah i think so i think yeah, he's think in jail he's still, on murder he's still in jail but okay, i know so, mystical has so mystical gotten was himself. in jail on for rape charges for rape okay. charges he previously. was convicted he was convicted I believe so. He okay. was either, he was brought up though for sure for uh-huh. rape charges, and I think it was like the same type of situation. He met a girl at a concert, or he mm-hmm. met a girl somewhere, and something something happened. So this is gonna be interesting for me mm. to see because you know, fool me once, shame on me, but fool me twice. I don't know. I like Mystico. Sorry, yeah, but it's a mystery, Mystico. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Amy Schumer just asked Netflix for uh, for a raise. Mm-hmm. I heard mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think good. Go, go for it, girl. Fuck that. I ain't here for this. What? Yes, and I tell you why. Amy Schumer asked Netflix for a raise because Dave Chappelle and um, Chris Rock got paid nearly and twice as much, nearly twice as much uh, as she did for a comedy special for Netflix. Mm-hmm. Been around twice as long. Yeah, well, not only have they been around, been around twice as long, but they at least five times more funny. Yeah, well, yeah. that's relative. She's got her followers too. Yeah. yeah, and they don't steal jokes. That ain't fucking relative. They don't steal jokes. Everybody she steals jokes. No, everybody don't steal jokes, mm-hmm. and they don't steal jokes the way that she steals jokes. Where I used, to, I I used to be an Amy fan. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm not like just saying this as like like some hater dude or whatever. I liked Amy before people even knew who the fuck she was. Yeah, that's how long I've been riding with Amy. But then I started finding out about all this fuckery, and then I'm right. like, whatever. Later for her. And uh, when she's not stealing jokes, she really ain't that funny. <laughs> I like her all right. I like her all right. Ergo, her I, last comic, comedy special. I didn't yeah, like her last comedy I didn't special. Like her last Nobody either. did, including her like so-called it. people who like her. And uh, it being relative, fuck all that. They, they are fi- this is what This is what, instead of Amy Schumer contacting them, it should have been Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle should have been like, hey, Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix. Y'all only pay me twice as much as Amy Schumer? I'm five times funnier than that bitch. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I'll say that it never hurts to ask. Okay. It never hurts it never to hurts. ask. I don't think she should get paid what they're getting paid, but if she wants to ask for more money, That's what I she's don't... getting. She's getting paid what they're, what they're getting paid. Oh, so they gave her the raise? They gave her the raise. That's, that's, oh, that's ridiculous. Well, that's, <laughs> but that's business. They don't want to be seen as some, like being discriminatory towards women. Yeah. Because that's how it's going to come off. But yeah. I would make the argument that they have... They're more established than she is. They, I don't know. I, I don't know what the numbers. I haven't seen the numbers, but if the numbers are the same, they're bringing the same amount of people. That's different. But like you know, Dave Chappelle's worth a lot of money, and Dave Chappelle's time's worth a lot of money. Same mm-hmm. thing with Chris Rock, Amy Schumer, mm-hmm. not yet. Right. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. You see, that's that's the problem I have with Hollywood. If Monique had said that, I'm like, give Monique the money. People people need to realize that. Okay, yes, there there have been page gaps and all this kind of stuff. You know, we have a history of that, but not every situation is that. Just because somebody's a man and woman or somebody's black and somebody's white, it doesn't automatically mean that's the reason. That's what it's about, right. And you have to have page uh, discrepancies 
because people are worth different things. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the way that you show, that's the way that people are compensated. Yeah. That's the problem I have with Shameless. I, I love Shameless. I, I watched that show. I like the the, uh, the American version. I've talked about it on the show several times. The the uh, the female lead, I, I don't know, I can't think of the actress name, I'm sorry. But she went in um, on Showtime because William H. Macy uh, gets paid more than she does. Yeah, but that mm-hmm. show got on the air because William H. Macy was on it. Mm-hmm. And William, yes, well, exactly. William H. Macy had been around a long time. Mm-hmm. William H. Macy got awards and Emmys and whatever else and nominations and whatever else. And like, bitch, ain't nobody heard of you. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's like, okay, fine. You've been whatever all these years, whatever. Not saying that you, you know, Not don't deserve more. something. Right. But why you got to get the same, same or amount. more? Mm-hmm. Like, that's, no, nah, that's I, not cool. I'm not here for that. No, I have been in shows it. where I've had a bigger part than a star, but the star got paid more money. Mm-hmm. Right. Because they a star. A star. And mm-hmm. people are going to come see right. them. That means more to the producers. Exactly. Right. Because they can find another me. They can't find another no, one. Right. Exactly. The star helps exactly. everybody get paid. Yeah. Right. And I have, and I've really been turned off from Amy Schumer ever since she made that comment on Twitter about uh, black men catcalling more than other uh, men of races. Uh huh. She made a tweet about that a little while ago, saying that men of color cat call more. Oops! And wow. She and really she, got, shouldn't. she probably yeah, got You know, Black Twitter dragged her ass for weeks. And if, if Amy Schumer wasn't Amy Schumer, she and probably she only wouldn't be able to. It for three minutes. <laughs> and then she took it down. She still got dragged. If she wasn't herself, she wouldn't be able to get no other dick but black I'm dick. I'm just saying. Well, she the one that liked the black dick. So. Wasn't she just in the movie with Goldie Hawn? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she I was. just saw Goldie Hawn this week. Really? I did. Was she sweet? No. No. <laughs> but she wasn't. it wasn't a sweet situation. It was at a store that I work at, and she was a customer in the store, so she it was wasn't like her, about, she, she was yeah, trying to get her, her she was ketchup. She buying her grandkids some stuff for school and stuff. She like, was trying to get her ketchup. She was wondering why you was on that side of the counter. No, no, no. It ain't that kind of store. <laughs> but she was like, you know, I just, I'm, I, you know, Private Benjamin, Wildcats. Wildcats one of my favorite movies. First Wife Club. I like that movie. <laughs> I did love First Wife Club. You ever see Wildcats? No. You yeah. ever seen Wildcats? I saw it. Yeah. I love Wildcats. Yeah. She, Nipsey it. Russell, uh, uh, what's his name? Woody Harrelson, Wesley Snipes. I believe you. Go, I haven't Goldie seen it. Oh, it's a good one. <laughs> it's a good one. I'm telling you about it. You should look it up. It's Wildcats, a good one. It's still good. I just saw it recently. All right. So now it's time for all you broke ass people's favorite segment. Yo, it's time for another Pip's Broke Ass Hacks of the, of the Week. I am Pip Lily. I am broke. <laughs> like the legal system like the judicial system broke 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 <laughs> so this is what i have for you guys this week it's called stacking some of you might have heard this before i'm not a big couponing person i don't have time to be carrying around no book with coupons and stuff like that <laughs> but i'll tell you what if there's something i buy all the time like say ground turkey i buy, I buy a lot of ground turkey meat that's a staple that's in my refrigerator my freezer and stuff like that so sometimes i get a little sticker on the package you know or, or you get a sticker in the paper if that's a coupon or something like that or maybe you can find a coupon online Mm-hmm. When that ground turkey is on sale and the store is having maybe in-house promotions, mm-hmm. so you get it on sale, you get an in-house promotion, and then you use that coupon on top of it. You save money on top of money on, on top, top of, of money. money. That's called stacking. Okay. The same thing works at like department stores as well. Say you go to JCPenney and they're having a yellow tag sale. Everything with the yellow tag is 20% off. Mm-hmm. Then you use a store coupon for one item, 40% off or mm-hmm. 30% off. You're going to get that item on reduced of, even wow. more. Okay. That's called stacking. 
So keep that in mind. If, and uh, for me, I'm the kind of shopper. I'm I, 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 I'm I'm broke. Mm-hmm. You don't see me strolling down, going like, I just want to go shopping. No, <laughs> I have in mind what I'm on buy before Shop I leave. Need. I write a list out, and then since I got a list. I'll go online and maybe look for something that might be on my list so mm-hmm. I can save a little bit of change. If I'm buying a coat, I'm going to go to where they have in the coat sale and I'm going to go look at that store's website to see if they have any coupons mm-hmm. that I can add on top of that That's coat. That's awesome. Yeah, like rewards program, especially exactly. like if you shop at Macy's. I'm sure Macy's have some type of rewards. Oh, absolutely. And you probably get like a coupon every month in general. So you use that coupon plus the semi-annual sale that they exactly. have. And you're going to just clean up. Exactly. And, and if you're doing big ticket items, that's especially important. Yeah. If you're buying a, you know, a new mattress, don't buy, don't, do not buy whole, full price for a mattress. Mm-hmm. Wait till they are on sale. You know, buy it at a department store where you can get, uh, where they have the special mm-hmm. President's Day sale or whatever they're going to have, and then use a coupon on top, top of that. that. You're going to save a lot of money. Oh, man, that's All smart. Right. That's a good one. Another Stacking. Good one. All right, the Pipster. <laughs> I love those broke-ass hacks, Pip. I got to stop calling myself broke because I feel like it's a negative, like, I don't want to come back. It is jokes. Yeah. Although I am broke. <laughs> no, I, I hear you. I'm, I'm broke, so I, I don't you. care. Broke is broke. I'm broke. I need money. Bottom line, send it to us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can send me money. You're always welcome to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm accepting. All right, let's get into some of our mail. So. Our, our mail this week come from two-thirds of my homegirls that I was hanging out with last week. Um, first mail comes from Terry Lake. Terry Lake writes, The Shiznit Show is very cleverly presented, informative, entertaining, and full of exposure to others' perspectives. Great job. Aw, thank, thank you, Terry. Thank you, Terry. That's cool. That's what's up. Terry's sweet. And Terry's an educator, just so y'all know. Awesome. So she's not just some random negress around the way. I could tell she had her comma in the right spot. Everything. <laughs> she is a uh, she is a highly educated, very beautiful uh, educator. Awesome. Thank you for listening. And uh, Princess Letitia Williams writes, "Hey guys, I just finished listening to Sunday's show. I feel famous because we got uh, we got some for real shout outs. Me, my <laughs> husband, and my friends. I'm enjoying getting to know Dejan." And Pip, I'm growing, Dino. Life is full of change. Uh, just so you guys know, this is the friend I was referring to a couple sh- uh, shows ago when I said she's uh, a... She uh, like change. Right. Exactly. Mm. That's her. <laughs> <laughs> Love the part about HBCUs and diversity and reparations. My POV is very much like Pip's. Y'all keep doing what you do and keep sending the authentic authenticity through the airwaves proud of you dino two pounds all right right. thank you leticia thank you thank you princess (laughs) that's wonderful that's a um a a little joke i have i call because leticia's uh father is i believe it's i don't want to get it wrong i think it's the prime minister which is like the president yeah like it's the highest level of government from the island where she's from Anguilla. She's Uh yeah he's the he's the prince i I, I tease her and say that she's a princess because she's royalty <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you guys for listening in and writing into us. Yes, and, and uh, what's up with the two out of three? What Shonda? Shonda? I'm calling you out, Shonda Buchanan. Miss Poetis. What's up? Where, where's 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 my where's my letter? Where's my listen? You probably ain't even listened to the show yet. All right. <laughs> I see how you are. 
I hope more people write in. Yeah. Send us comments. Yes. Leave Everybody. us on, and leave us comments on uh, iTunes and things like that. That actually helps us helps a lot. A lot. Yes. Yeah. Stitcher. Any place you listen to the show. Any place you would like to leave feedback. Please, please do that. Please take a moment. Yeah. yeah. Take, take a minute out. Like us. Comment. Write into us, guys. We really appreciate all of your feedback. That's right. And share the show. That yeah. helps a lot yeah. too. And you That's never know. Your lot. comment or your uh, letter might get featured on the show. So write them in. Yeah. Tell somebody about it at work or, you know, hey, I know this show, whatever, you know, um, they cool to listen to, at, you know, get you through your day or whatever. And on your social media, hit the share button, Twitter, retweet, all that. You know, help us out. Yeah. Oh. We know you know somebody that wants to hear this show. So tell them about it. Oh, and peace to all the Indians that be listening to our show. Yeah. Hmm? What Indians? Like I've noticed there'll be a lot of Indian names be like us oh, on, yeah. on the Facebook page. Yeah, not not just true. podcast of Thrones, which I'm like, oh, okay. Right, yeah, right, everybody right. Everybody likes, right. you know, Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Like, but even our show, too. So yes. peace out to y'all. Oh, yes, and, and a lot, and yeah, yeah. Shout out, shout out to Japan and to Germany, um, and Europe in general. Shout I mean, Indians a lot like people from, from India. I know I'm not talking saying. about like John Wayne movies. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> okay, well, that wraps up another uh, edition of the Shiznit Show. So, uh, yeah. So until next time, you know, this is. Uh, for Pip Lily, for Dejan Monique, I'm Dino Red saying holla at your boy. Bye. From all of our crew to listeners like you, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail. And make it sexy at 424-261-4878. This has been The Shiznit. You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network.